Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Banks, Cooper, Showalter, Black, Rudd, Shannon, Pierce and Groflow. On this show we'll be looking at 2001's Hot Wet American Summer. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and my name's Mark Plant. And I'm the other guy, I'm John Watson. John Watson, how are you? I'm all right, mate, how are you? It's, uh, the, kids, the kids are off school, so it's a nightmare just now, but yeah, it's uh, nice outside. It, it's the one. summer, and Somewhere. it's hot. And because and... we're in Carlisle, it's <laughs> wet. It's always wet here. What about in Glasgow? Yeah, hot, wet and close. Yeah. Just, that was my old MSN name. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you just yet what we are watching, uh, but we do have a fantastic special guest here. Uh, we are talking with Lucas from Partial Credit Pod. Hey, Lucas, how are you doing? I am fantastic and special. You're right. Yes. Hi. And modest, just <laughs> yeah, like no. all the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's nobody's better at being modest than me. Um, so I'm great. Yeah. It's uh, it's hot, not so wet. Drought drought across the country here. Wow. Uh, Whereabouts in the U.S. are you, Lucas, for our listeners? Uh, New England. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, specifically Vermont. Uh, the the state everybody forgets exists, which is just fine by me. <laughs> You're not bitter. <laughs> no, I'm I'm quite I'm quite happy to be forgotten up here. I, th- I thought Vermont was a drink. That's the move. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh. So do you want to find this Vermont? <laughs> uh, Lucas, you want to tell us a little bit about your uh, your fantastic podcast? Oh, fantastic. Uh, Well, um, Partial Credit is the education podcast with a twist. We don't know what the twist is. We wrote that before we started writing the show and it was already out there. Uh, uh, The we being my uh, co-host, Lily, um, we sort of uh, tackle the the shitty nature of the American education system and how they they sort of gloss over uh, more important parts of history. And we try to do it and have a little bit of fun at the same time, you know, but we like to remind people that Thomas Edison killed elephants in front of crowds for fun. So, you know, good stuff like that. Him, um, and, him and John both. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> that wasn't an elephant. That was a Doberman that was trying to bite me. And because it's such a, <laughs> because it's such a, a, a research heavy show, we take a break and our uh, season finale actually comes out this year, which was the first time Lily and I recorded in person after being vaccinated. So oh, fantastic. Yeah. I, I caught a little bit of your, uh, one of your mini episodes yesterday uh, while I was driving for work and it, it did sound a lot of fun as she was pointing out all the fun things that uh, John and I can kind of semi see on the video now on the episode. Yeah, my little studio is full of toys. I don't have kids, so I, I buy lightsabers and Legos for myself. Oh. Me too. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> a vasectomy is the best return on investment ever. 
<laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm railroading your show. I'm not- <laughs> we expect nothing less. So, so we are the podcast, of course, listeners, you know by now that sits and watches a movie and tries to come up with 100 things between us. With a guest, instead of doing 70 things each, we are doing 50 things each as a maximum. And we're going to talk about the movie, talk our way through it, and see if we can come up with 100 things. It's going to be spoiler-tastic. Most of all, though, you still need to know what we're covering. Lucas, do you want to tell us the name of the film and why you chose it? Uh, well, uh, I chose it because my show's going on hiatus, um, going away for the summer. Uh, and this is a movie about camp, uh, wet, hot American summer. The last Fantastic. day of camp. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. John, had you seen this before? Nope, never even heard that. I just seen Paul Rudd was in it. I thought, oh my god! And then I noticed there's a, the whole cast of uh, was it role models was in it, pretty much. I was like, oh, this be yeah, same writer. Yeah, yeah. All ah, right, okay. Robots. Well, that explains yeah, that. Yeah. Loved it. It's a who's who of uh, kind of two thousand, kind of late nineties to to now comedy, isn't it? These guys have all yeah. come of age now and and are, and are writing their own stuff and and uh, and I think some of them are even what you might call American royalty in in film and TV. Yeah, Bradley yeah. Cooper. Oh well, yeah, absolutely, Bradley Cooper, uh, award winner all round, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that his debut role as well? Yes, yes. Fact one, fact one. There you go. Let's let's get, <laughs> let's see if we can get that on the on, on the list. Yeah, great. Well done, John. Uh, uh, we open at August the eighteenth, nineteen eighty one. It's the last day of camp. Uh, nothing in particular happened on the news in nineteen eight in, in August the eighteenth, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, yeah, checked as well. There was absolutely uh, nothing happened. I tell you what did happen in eighty one, though, boys. Lady Diana married Prince Charles. Uh, the DMC DeLorean debuted again, reference to all the other episodes we've done. Uh, yeah, a lot of DeLorean in your show. Yeah, the first London marathon took place. Nobody had run around Mar- London before that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but not in not in a group with throwing, oh, throwing okay. water right. at them. Yeah. O- only getting chased, only getting chased by the bobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and. America did it for the Gipper. Uh, Reagan became president. There you go. Oh. <laughs> that, it, when did he, he got shot? Did he get shot in not, no, no. And the, no, later than that, I believe. But it, it was wasn't the second soon term enough. he got shot. Yes. No, right before the end of his first term, he got shot. Sorry. Imagine giving Ronald Reagan two terms. For shame, America. <laughs> uh, he only got reelected because he, he knows how to take a bullet. They figured it was. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you can take a billet, you can run a country. Yeah. <laughs> Bedtime for Bunzo indeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're at camp. Um, it, it starts with all, all the lads from each bunk running after each other, uh, running kind of between the these these kind of camp places. They've all been in bed with the girls. Some of these kids are like seven or eight. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a bit weird. All in hoodies as well. Yeah, it's it's a little bit kind of weird. The There's some sticky age stuff in this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Coming the of age. Beth is watching them. Uh, I I love the kid. Is he called Bert that shouts everybody for dinner and the start of the day? He's like a oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that kid's pretty cool in his double denim. Um, th- there's a voiceover and it's like this DJ kind of voiceover doing doing the thing. This this character becomes somebody, but it's it's one of these 
it's very, I mean, this, of course, for those that haven't watched it, if you haven't watched it, do go and watch this. It's very tongue in cheek, kind of wonder years and meatballs and all of those things that I, I guess these, these actors and the writers watched growing up. Yeah. It's it, it's it's used and, and and turned turned into that, um, but the DJ is kind of like this is your last this is your last opportunity to get laid. You don't want to go home from camp telling yeah. somebody that you didn't get laid. <laughs> like, these kids are eight. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, as it camp wise, um, being American, Lucas, did you ever go to camp? I did. Yeah, right. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably twice. Um, one when I was pretty young, like seven or eight, and I, I it was fine. It, it, the food was crap, and but there was girls, and I was just you know getting interested in girls, and it was a captive audience. So <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> and then again when I was a little bit older, and I just remember getting beat up. That's pretty much oh. the only memory I have is being beat up. There, there's damn girls again. There's damn girls. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Joe. <laughs> nice. um, um, is this a uniquely American experience? Camp oh, like for this? sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. We, yeah. We, I went to camp once, and it was a religious mm. thing. It was a church thing. And we were in these... There was, there so was you two got beat options. up too. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I got beat up by the Jewish kids at Jewish camp next door. Uh, we were at the Christian <laughs> camp, and all you know, all that, all the hard guys came round with the huge kind of Star of David medallions, and they're like, "Come on, yeah, uh, And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, we, this kind of Christian camp, you either stopped in in the bunkhouse or you stopped in these kind of rickety, broken down caravans. Um, it was like some sort of really bad Guy Ritchie snatch kind of thing. But everybody had a fucking Bible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I learned very little there, except kids are very susceptible when adults tell them that they should be speaking in tongues to be speaking in tongues. Uh, that is pretty much all I, all I learned there. Uh, one thing I will say, because you're an expert, uh, oh, of course, of camp, uh, uh, the three of us, I've set you a little quiz. Let's get started with the quiz, shall we? Um, this quiz is called Camp or Tramp, Lucas. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the title of six films, and you need to tell us if the subject matter or the part of the movie is set in a camp or if it's about somebody who is a tramp. All right? Okay. You got it? Cool. A tramp being like a, oh, a, a homeless person? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, for sure. okay. So, uh, number one, The Lady in the Van. Is it Camp or Tramp? The lady in the van. The lady van? in the van. <sighs> Tramp. Uh, it is, yeah. It's yeah. Maggie Smith. Uh, she lives in a van in Alan Bennett's drive. Any excuse to do my <laughs> terrible Alan Bennett, the Yorkshire playwright impression, <laughs> which is turning into my Brian Clough impression. Take all your playwrights <laughs> and shove them in the bin because you earned them by cheating. <laughs> Lucas is looking good. I'm just people? gonna. T- I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, well done. Well done. He's so trusting. He's so trusting. <laughs> uh, number two, Tokyo Godfathers. Is it tramp or camp? Ooh, it sounds like a cult. So I'm gonna go camp. Uh, it is tramp. It's a Japanese uh, anime uh, which is based around a hobo, a drag queen, and a runaway. Bad luck. All right. The third one. 
There's a movie I've never heard of called Fred 3. Fred Camp 3. Camp. I got a 50-50 yeah. shot here. It's Camp, yeah. Uh, apparently it's uh, about a kid going to Camp Superior. It's a Nickelodeon movie. Apparently that's a thing. Uh, starring Tom Arnold and John Cena. I know. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just, I'm just picturing the pitch meeting. <laughs> we're going to take this guy whose career has already done a full decline. And we're going to partner him with somebody who's going to have an okay career and it's going up and let's just see what happens. <laughs> oh, nobody watches it. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's because you can't see John Cena. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best part of every podcast of our episodes are the visual jokes. That's... <laughs> Number four, Lucas, Rim of the World. All right. Mm, it's not a porn, is it? Um, <laughs> That's rimming of the world. That's the oh, sorry, world. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tramp. Uh, it's camp. Uh, the camp is called The Rim of the World. It's a teen alien invasion movie directed by McG, which is currently showing on Netflix. I've seen this movie. It's not quite as bad as it sounds. It's not great, but it's not quite okay. as bad as it seems. Okay. Uh, this one's a gimme, surely. Uh, number five, Adam's Family Values. Oh, camp. This uh, is some, that is some peak Wednesday items right there. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is, yeah, that is uh, Camp Chikawa. Uh, John, future episode? Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a great movie. Itself I mean, is unbelievable. That, that, that that eclipses the original Adams Family by a mile and is one to add on to your list, listeners, if you've got a list of sequels that are better than the original, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And finally, number six, Lucas, is The Gold Rush. Uh, I'm picturing Don Knotts panning for gold here. Uh, <laughs> tramp. Uh, it is... Uh, a, a tramp, you're right, but it's Charlie Chaplin's little tramp from 1925. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, well done. You uh, you got a lovely uh, four out of six, which isn't bad. That's All right. Slightly above John's usual average. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the beat me. <laughs> that was my only goal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is done. I'm so. Out. Of these characters, now there's loads of characters, listeners, so I'm going to get so a bit bogged many down, and I'm going to struggle with names, Lucas. So if I struggle with names, you need to help me out. Okay. Uh, because uh, some of them aren't really characters. <laughs> They're not even in the movie, some of them. <laughs> we The first kind of camp counsellors we meet are Coop and Katie. Uh, yep. He adores her. She's not interested. And then this other guy, Victor, comes along. Now, I recognize this guy, Victor, this Ken Marino, but I don't know what from. Ken Marino, uh, he's been, he was in a, a series uh, called Party Down uh, where he plays a caterer. Um, he any any Pretty much anything that Michael Ian Black, David Wayne, or Michael Showalter have done, he's been involved. I think he was David Wayne's roommate at some point. Ah, um, right. He's wow. a really great character actor and improviser. Uh, yeah, he was he was a he was a lot of fun in it. He was he was one of the ones that really very over the top. He, he, yeah. he, he knew what he was doing in this one. 
Yeah, he's uh, Ken Marino's great. Was he in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well? He's pro- yes, yes, he is a captain or something in Brooklyn. Nine-Nine. <laughs> All right, yes. okay. Might he be has been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Sorry, I'm as an American, I'm afraid of that show. Just so many cops. <laughs> <laughs> having having fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah having fun 22 years in prison you dick take that uh, 22 oh, and a half oh, 22 and a half yeah take that yeah. half year yeah <laughs> not long enough um, so uh, she <laughs> Victor comes across and he's like did, did Kate admit him to wanted to fuck me and that's his whole thing oh, I've got to fuck her I've got to fuck her do yeah. you want to fuck me yeah uh, she wants to fuck me she wants to fuck me yeah she's an amazing amazing Jew from I loved it it was fantastic uh, <laughs> uh, this this character uh, Henry, uh, and, and uh, it's David Hyde Pierce, of course, but all the way through, all I could think was, who oh, really, Niles? I couldn't think anything but David <laughs> Oh, Hyde here's, something, here's something that you definitely don't have on your list about David Hyde Pierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I are from the same uh, area of upstate New York. All uh, right, from the wow. Same, from the same uh, county. Fantastic. So, definitely is, not on your list. You guys got a street named after him, surely? I don't know. I don't go to that fuck hole. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you guys both got out. Is what you're we saying. got out. <laughs> uh, oh, really, Lucas? <laughs> uh, he's he's great in everything. He's not in enough stuff, but he does a lot of stage shows, doesn't he? Yeah. He's a very, very well, um, very well kind of decorated stage actor but does he really need to do anything now he must be loaded with fraser money oh i'm sure he's fine with fraser money and he he does do some really awesome independent movies i would i would encourage you to watch perfect host that's the one where he that's the one where yeah 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 that's really good yeah i'm not gonna give it away yeah yeah yeah, i'm not gonna give it away that's a great movie you see that fraser's coming back they're doing a reboot not a reboot they're they're getting the original cast together apart from Oh, that's Frasier. a terrible idea. Apart from Frasier. Everybody's in it except Frasier. Everybody's in it apart from Frasier's dad. And the dog. Well, he's dead. They're both dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> the, the chair's still alive, though, but they, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my question here is, why is Niles at camp? Because he's staying in this this thing. This, well, he's this he's on shed. he's on hiatus uh, adjacent to the camp uh, at a cabin. Uh, but on I mean, the lake. Yeah. adjacent, like right on top of. Well, well, I'm not taking responsibility for this film. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been my idea, but I didn't write it. Henry's a pedophile, perhaps? I don't know. I'm not sure. I tell you what I do know that he is. Uh, he's in, he does astrophysics. He teaches astrophysics at college. And he's come to the to the river, to the lakeside to relax. Astrophysics, of course, is space science. That's two words that, that I would put it into. Do you know Plato thought space was fire? Which is pretty good. Uh, and in 1885, Edward C. Pickering... Uh, did a spectral classification with a team entirely made of women. How forward-thinking oh, cool. is that? Did you know that space uh, smells like burnt steak? What? Yeah, so when uh, astronauts come back onto the space station or after a spacewalk or anything, the the 
fabric, I guess, for lack of a better word, of their spacesuits smells like burnt steak. Uh, they all, everybody, everybody reports it. Wow. So space, space smells like burnt steak. Well, it's, it's on the list. It's is it rare or medium? Do we know? <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 burnt, so it's well, it's Whiskey. well yeah. burnt rare. <laughs> Black and blue. <laughs> Uh, so Beth is the uh, camp director and she asks him to come and talk to the kids about space. She keeps asking him, he's like, I said no! <laughs> yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I suppose he's on hiatus, so he doesn't want to talk about space. Right, yep. Yeah. Uh, Gene, Gene is the character running the kitchen. He was in Nam. He keeps telling us he was in Nam over and over uh, again. Christopher Maloney. We'll yes. learn more about. Yeah. He's he's great in this. He he's good. fantastic. He's it? really yeah. good. Any comedy that when Christopher Maloney does comedy, it's it's wonderful. Sure. Yeah. That this little character, not really a character, uh, he gets a good line a little bit later on. He's, he's, he says, "My name's Keith Stack. I'm from Melbourne, New Jersey." The state bird is the mosquito. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and the state bird's actually the American goldfinch. Wow, it's a lovely bird. Not the uh, and he says, I'm a DM. Uh, he's asking girls if they want to play D&D. He says, uh, I need a druid. You've cast a level five spell on me, which I thought was a really cute line, but I'm a nerd, so what do I know? <laughs> uh, he was a great dungeon master, dungeon master, wasn't he? Yeah, D&D was originally published in 1974. Uh, Advanced D&D came out in 77, and the version basic set two was 1981. So I'm assuming he's playing Advanced D&D. Uh, which a lot of people still do. Uh, Gary Gyax, who's the guy that uh, created it, uh, died in 2008 at the age of 69. Nice. Uh, uh, the, the 20 sided die, do you have this? I'll go for it. I don't. Is called a uh, Icosahedron. Good sounds, work. Sounds I've, sensual, doesn't it? I've got a ton in the house, but I didn't know that's what you called it. Just a little bit sensual. I tell you, mate, when you when and you I, roll a nat twenty, it is sensual. I uh, I sent you a picture of the um, role playing game that I have based you on this too. movie, where you play characters of this movie and you 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 go through your day at camp. Um, I don't have it upstairs, but um, yeah. So it's wet, hot American summer. But D and D, I it's... might have to get a copy of that and play it with uh, Phil and Nigel next time we have a next time we have games. There you go. We can do that again. Uh, he, the spell that he's talking about, the charm spell, is actually charm person. I've played a fair bit of D and D. Of course, I have. <laughs> uh, it takes one action and it has a range of thirty feet. It can only be done by a bard, a druid. So he was right. A sorcerer, a warlock. And a, and a wizard. And John is looking at me like I am the shit on his shoe right now. <laughs> I just... I choose life. <laughs> <laughs> so you were one of the inside kids. They've made it to the end of summer. So they, oh, there's, a, there's a meeting. Um, it's, look, we've made it to the end of summer, except for two campers who are lepers. <laughs> okay so and we talked about this we were competing uh for leprosy facts <laughs> now i put that uh leprosy in the united states there's about 150 cases per year 
Yeah, a hundred and fifty per year in the states, uh, mm-hmm. which is compared compared to an average. This is the only other stat I could find. Um, in the UK, was five in the UK per year. Wow. So wow. once again, us Americans, we do everything better. Yeah. <laughs> four, four of those five are in uh, Glasgow. So watch out, John. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've heard something out, that you can get. <laughs> I've heard something, and I don't know if this is true. So fact check me if you want. Um, that you can get leprosy from an armadillo. All right, uh, which is uh, in the southwest uh, the, United States. The listeners will tell us. All we can get is TB from a badger. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky, STDs. <laughs> <laughs> So Niles has now come along. Henry's now come along and he is going to teach the nerdy kids. Uh, He gets them all on side by offering to teach them about space. Um, The next two characters that we meet are Susie and Ben. Amy Poehler's great. The first thing Rachel said was, uh, oh, she's had her teeth done. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, well noticed. She's got the money. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And Ben, who was who, John? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Little know, baby Bradley Cooper. Am I right? Bernie's wee polo shirt and everything. Oh, what a cutie. Absolutely <laughs> cutie he was. Oh, yeah, it was wow. baby fest. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, he, everybody's come a long way, but surely Cooper has, has oh, come yeah. the furthest. Uh, you know, oh. all, no, none of these other guys are voicing fucking raccoons. Yeah, no, but <laughs> even for, even for a, a debut role, I thought it was quite brave of him to actually take on it. I know, obviously, the Mm. Did he, did, he did. He did all of his scenes in one day. All right. Wow. He's not yeah. really in it, is he? He's not really in the movie. He's not in it a lot. No. Okay. Well, and uh, one of his interviews, he classed the kiss in the movie is one of his best kisses on screen. All right. Wow. In detail, but yeah, he did it as a wind up. But obviously, I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll come back to those characters. Uh, they're, they're, they're wanting to do Godspell. Uh, and they're unbearable, as, as these type of people generally are. Uh, as Speaking of unbearable, here's Andy. Oh, jeez. Now, Paul Rudd, right? He's got a painting in his attic, right? Yeah, yeah. The little Dorian Gray action yeah, going on. For sure, yeah, for sure. For sure. Andy's terrible. And I counted probably three instances of Andy ending up, maybe four instances of Andy ended up in jail throughout this movie at least. <laughs> Only three? Yeah, but I think a number of... He's just awful, so he'll end up in jail anyway. Yeah. They're watching this kid get taken home, Silas. He's home for jerk. He's, he's being sent home for jerking off and recording it. And, and they go, well, we've got to find the tape, which is the most 80s thing in the world. We've got to find this tape. This is going to be... And I thought that was going to be the rest of the movie for these characters, and it never comes up again, which is really nope. sad. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't uh, it's just an opportunity to, to basically slag off Mackenzie. One of the huts has got uh, macrame happening. Now, I've always heard the name, the word macrame, but I had no idea what it was. Any guesses? Well, I, I grew up in, you know, the States, so I know exactly what All right. is. All right. It's an American thing. Do you want to tell us? Because I did make a it's, note. It's like a, it's like woven fabric, uh, uh, like string to hold other things. I remember growing up in our house, there would be like a, a spider plant hanging somewhere and the plastic pot would be in this woven nest hanging from the ceiling oh, okay. uh, yeah it ugly as shit wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
We ain't giving the world everything, including macrame. 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 Macrame does sound like the seventh most popular name in American charts. <laughs> this year, the seventh most popular name was macrame. <laughs> if you're going to sit around and bash Americans, I'm going to tell you you're right. <laughs> Uh, you, you were slightly wrong from what I learned. You mentioned that it's it's weaved. Well, it's not weaving. It's knotting, <laughs> which sounds very kind of very out oh, of date. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you're splitting hairs here. Oh well, absolutely. But I tell you who won't agree with you, and that's the Babylonians and the Assyrians because they used it for many, many, many years. Uh, the first well, instances of that happening. I apologize to all Babylonians and Assyrians on yeah. behalf of all of the Lucases on this podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very short kind of section of loads of kids playing instruments. Uh, and I, I noticed that, that one of them had like a double-headed bass. Which yeah. I thought was uh, was. And he's like cool. six. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's far too big for him. Um, it's two guitars stuck together, basically. So usually it's a six string and a bass, or a six string and a twelve string. Um, and the whole point of them is just to save time. It's yeah. to save time at gigs, taking one off and putting the other one on. How long does that really take? Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, surely not necessary to buy another what eight hundred dollar uh, thing. I thought the, it was a recent thing, but it was in, made in 19, oh, invented in 1958. Oh, hey, fantastic. Uh, famous players of them, Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac and Jimmy Page. Slapping right. a double bass. <laughs> <laughs> no, back to Paul Rudd. <laughs> Which I got to point out, he never shrank or got bigger once in this movie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he never tried to rob Michael Douglas's safe once. Yeah. The fuck was he doing? But they're at arts and crafts. Uh, Molly Shannon is Gail, right? Now Molly Shannon yep. isn't really in this movie, but this little bit is great. This little kind of feeding line is fantastic. She's going through some rough shit. Her husband Ron has left her, uh, and and she's basically brought her to tears. We'll come back to that. Uh, <laughs> Victor's being sent to raft. Uh, this character is Abby, right? Oh, the gum chewer? With? Yeah, the gum chewer. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she says, uh, do you want some gum? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. And then and then they snow. Is is this some is this a thing in American culture that I gum don't is? No, I've coming? never been much of a gum chewer, and maybe that's why I didn't get laid in high school. But <laughs> I, I it seems yeah, to be why. it seems <laughs> it seems to be the like uh, code for let's go make out is uh, one piece of gum. Uh, was different. If he says, can I get my wrigglies out, they think, oh, he's going to get his, <laughs> his wrigglies out. <laughs> oh, I thought I wrote, oh, I wrote down something about gum chewing. I, oh, I gum? told you I did a few things. You did, here. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of gum chewing in this movie. Mm. Like, and if that bothers you, you ugh, yeah. Um, but psychiatrists have called gum chewing uh, oral masturbation. Because <laughs> it does, it's, it's, it's masturbatory, right? Like yeah. you're, you're just, you're just chewing. Repetitively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that may be something to this, uh, this gum chewing in this movie. Possibly. On the subject of gum, juicy fruit, which they're eating is a Wrigley's 
product. It was launched in 1893. And possibly my favourite fact, this and another one, is it was taken off the market during World War II as it was added to ration packs. So all the production went into ration packs. Oh, yeah, I read that too. That it was put into MREs, meals ready to eat. All right, uh, wow. and uh, yeah, that's cool. Mm, it is. That is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, especially when you consider the rations that I'm sure British soldiers were taking was kind yeah. of like marmite and ox's bollocks or something. Yeah, I kind I mean, of picture okay. a lot of beans and toast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the regular was a palate cleanser. <laughs> It was the main course. Anybody want highlight, highlight of the meal. There's a few mentions I think I've missed here, so I'll kind of drop them in where I can. Oh, so that there's a meeting and they're being told what to do, and somebody says, "Oh, mentions you, you've lost your trapper keeper." Now, the only reference I'd ever heard to a trapper keeper before was an episode of South Park, where Cartman had a trapper keeper. Turns out, John, for you, it's just a folder that you put your books in. Like a, a plastic folder that you put your books in so the you don't have to thing. carry your books separately. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, and it was developed in the 70s by E. Bryant Crutchfeld. Ever had a trapper keeper? Oh, it was a very, very important part of my uh, elementary school experience. Right. Okay. You had to have, there was like different grades of, of trapper keeper uh there was you know low grade um and it was you know you had your velcro so you had that very satisfying velcro sound um but what was on your trapper keeper if you were able to get one of the higher end ones where you advertised uh spider-man or something you were one of the cool kids if you had a plain one you had to sit down and do some art to show off that you actually had uh worth and value um <laughs> Yeah, Trapper Keeper was a very important part of my childhood experience. All right, wow. Okay. And actually, I just I was buying Lily a gift for our finale, and I was looking for a Trapper Keeper for her because she's such a nerd. I thought that a Trapper Keeper was kind of the perfect thing, and I couldn't find one. No, I looked on Amazon. There were lots of kind of off-brand ones, but but not a not an actual one. I assume they're exclusive. I bet I somewhere. bet you could you could drop a pretty penny on a like a. Was it My Little Pony on eBay? Oh, I bet, uh, trapper yeah. keeper. I bet you could, yeah. I would also look really cool going into appointments at work with my My Little Pony trapper keeper. I You'd would get don't, all don't, of I'm telling points. you, I'm telling you. I've, I've, I've just Google Images these things and I've never seen one of these in my life. It's, it's uniquely <laughs> it's a American. folder, John, isn't it, really? And you put, you put no, spiral notebooks in there. Yeah. I, thought it was a, I thought it was like a ring binder. Nope. No, it's it's Americans trivia plastic. It's uh <laughs> I see the my little pony one. <laughs> I'll send you my address later. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So Victor's off on this rafting trip uh with Neil, who is uh was was a very, very recognizable uh, Joe Lo Julio. You left out something very significant oh, in this on. film. They do the gum, and yeah. then she says she wants him to come back to make out, yeah. and then does what? Lifts uh, him off the ground. Oh, off the ground, oh, yeah. yeah. By, yeah. by cupping, while cupping him. His, his balls, yeah. That, that, that threw me a little bit the first time. I was like, wow. 
That's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> that's quite all right. No, no, that's quite all right. So he says, you know, it's an overnight trip. She says, oh, you will come back. And that's when she grabs him by the balls. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be back tonight. Um, and, and they they get into this van to to, to, to head off to do this. In, in the meanwhile, Abby's being sent uh, to the kids at a certain a certain cabin to show them the China syndrome again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're That's obsessed so with this like movie, The China Syndrome, which I, I assume we're all aware of. Nineteen seventy nine film um, starring Jane Fonda, Jack Lemmon, and Michael Douglas. Uh, about yeah. safety cover-ups in a nuclear power plant. <laughs> uh, when you get into the the prequels and the sequels, uh-huh. nuclear power plants will become relevant. All uh, right, okay. I'll keep that spoiler-free. Yeah, but... yeah, I'm going to be watching those. Um, it was nominated for four Oscars and won none, uh, but Lemon and Fonda both won a BAFTA each, so they won a British Academy Award. <laughs> The, the metric one. That's, that's right, yeah. That's right. No cups here. Uh, <laughs> so Artie the DJ hasn't taken a single shower, and he's told him he, he, he needs to take a shower. This, this, uh, this bit of miming from the kid, by the way, this, this little kid kind of miming to the adult voice, is very yeah. good. It's really, yeah, I mean, it's really good. The, the kid's right on, yeah. I assume... The kid did it first, and then the adult did the miming for the voiceover, yeah. but I, I, I couldn't be sure. Uh, the counsellors are all talking. Uh, they've all agreed to uh, to return in 10 years' time. And, and <laughs> there's a, a bit of a mention where one of them, I, I couldn't remember who it was, but one of them says, oh, I've got something at 11. Is it Mackenzie? He says, I've got something uh, at Michael 11. Michael Ian Black, they're, yeah. They're, they're talking 10 years in advance. Yep. Which, again, on second viewing, I was like, have I misinterpreted this twice? <laughs> like, no. is he really just stupid? And they kind of agree, they, they kind of agree to come back 10 years later. Uh, he gets called a schmuck. You know what time it is, John? Oh, it's that bloody Bible. It's time for the the Yiddish uh, dictionary again. Schmuck (laughs) in the Yiddish dictionary, I found, uh, is jerk, fool, idiot, or naive or contemptible person. There you go. Oh, you've used this one before, you schmuck. No, I've not used that one before, you (laughs) goy. You um, schlub. Oh, no, schlub. (laughs) I think we've used schlub before, yeah. Yeah, it was Um, schlub. <laughs> what what I had very very briefly missed is for some reason Artie the DJ calls himself the beekeeper. He's got like this beekeeper's hat on. Yeah, there's no explanation for that. I yeah. think in in the prequels or the sequels either, because they do retcon a lot of stuff in those. Right. And I, okay. I, I really encourage you to watch them because yeah yeah I'll definitely get on those. Um, like as soon as I seen it, I thought Nicholas Cage. Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees! <laughs> it's weird how, how I'm blanking out. We just rewatched this last night. And, you know, we Megan, my wife and I, we put it on and she was like, ah, oh, we can watch maybe half of it. I'm really not in the mood. And of course, we ended up watching the whole thing. But yeah, I watched it again this morning just to, yeah, to, to kind of go through my notes. Uh, in the US, beekeepers apparently at the moment are earning $22 an hour or $44,000 a year. Is that a good wage? Most of not. Is that, is that... It really depends on where you are. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming that's an average. I mean, here, you know, I live in a pretty rural area. Uh, costs are low um, where I live. You know, we don't, you know, I have my own well. I don't pay for water. 
you know, that kind of stuff. So what really, you're not just making that up. No. Well, 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 no. And I think Uh, I've left out, I think I've, I think I've left out that I'm, I'm on like a homestead. Like I am, uh, kind of, when I said I was up, it's, I slept in till six today. There was an hour break for breakfast, and then we were out working, making sure we have food for winter. Wow. Uh, yeah. You and, so. you and Sam Elliott both. <laughs> Come on, Lucas. Go and on the horses. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that was a doomsday prepper. <laughs> no, and I think I was on another show this past week, and I think I made the same joke. But my wife and I, we we're somewhere between a doomsday prepper and a hippie, like All not right, really, cool. not really one or the other. So nice one. Oh, I'm and I sure obviously movie. love good movies. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Beth, oh, the, Beth, is te- Beth is telling Andy, it's time for you to clean up and come to my office for the meeting. And this bit. With Paul Rudd, <laughs> so much fun. Where he just drops the thing and he throws the ah oh, ah. Oh, and Rachel oh. turned to me and said, "That is you when I ask you to do the recycling." <laughs> yes, it is. That right there is one of the main reasons why we've decided not to have children. I just don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth no. for that. That's, right. that's, that's what it, is. Does he have a single? non-dramatic exit in a scene paul rudd like every single scene he steps over the fence into the cornfield he he, he he does that i mean there isn't a single one where he's i just maybe, maybe the last scene best because he's in his mom's car <laughs> or no that's very car. dramatic i think that's Is extremely it? dramatic the guy just pulls up and he's like come on get in the car and he just pulls <laughs> off yeah that's fantastic <laughs> The kids are coaching Gail now. We want you to... Oh, and and, and the, the little kid, I, I can't remember the name of the little kid, but he says, I want you to say... Is he called Aaron or something? I want you to say it's okay. Remember. Say okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rubbing her shoulders and she's going, oh my God, you are perfect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're getting a little friendly. Yeah. Coop's got to clean goat shit from the infirmary. He says, that's impossible. And the other character says, no, no, it's possible. It happened on my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we meet this character, Steve, very briefly, who, who I thought wasn't anything uh, until the end. It turns out he isn't. Uh, and he's talking like a robot. John, you recognize this guy. Yeah, it's uh, Stuart from Big Bang Theory, isn't it? I don't know because I don't watch I don't it, know. but I'm I led to believe so. Yeah. Well, that's who it is. Yeah, is he? Well, Rachel says he's in that, yeah. Yeah, well, in the face of having to watch that show, I'm just going to say John's right. And, uh, <laughs> continue <laughs> not. I just, I just stopped. I, I pretty much gone into season three or four, and I just, I had to stop because it was just like literally laughter, laughter, laughter track yeah. all the time. Like, yeah, yeah I can't do that. Here's a reference. <laughs> ah, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Physics, everybody physics, knows physics, that. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody knows that we do that better here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Steve talks like a robot, and all I could think of, here's a reference you certainly won't get, Lucas, was that Goldie-looking chain number, John. Do you know that? Oh, I am God, a robot. Yeah. I have integrated yeah. with my C64. God, I am going down the shop to get 10 fags and a bottle of pop. God, that takes me back, that Goldie-looking chain. Are you aware of Goldie-looking chain, Lucas? No, I am not. No, they're a, um, no, they're a... It makes me think of uh, Flight of the Concords, uh, the robots. Yes, very, yeah. very much so. Yeah, um, yeah, they are a they're a South Wales, uh, what we would call a council estate uh, yeah. rap yeah. band. There's like twenty of them. 
Yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, oh, I just can't... remember the I just remember the lyrics. Guns don't kill people. People do. Rappers do. On the police. On <laughs> <laughs> the police. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, fantastic. That and your mother's got a penis. That's a pretty good song too. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, this sounds um, like yeah, something I need to you, check you, out. You should look up uh, Goldie Lucky Chain. A real band. Yeah, a real band. Uh, but so he's 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 a pretty he turns out to be a pretty big character though. he is a pretty big character yeah um beth asked katie to make her over <laughs> what would you do if you like somebody well, i don't know would you put on a clean pair of pants <laughs> 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 probably a bit more than that slacks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got a crush on somebody she's well i'll make you over then Andy lets <laughs> Andy lets this kid take the speedboat. Uh, he says, "Yeah, but fill it up with gas first. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes baby Elizabeth Banks. Yep. Yeah, fresh, She's fresh really, off yeah. of Spider Man, I assume. Um, oh, yeah, two thousand one, right? Two thousand, yeah, two thousand. They shot this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she cops off with Andy. The kid's going by. Whoa! clearly going to die yeah and andy's first prison sentence for me that one <laughs> yeah agreed uh, next up he lets bobby drown because he's coming off <laughs> this kid this little kid because he's coming off and um you're kind of like oh it's really bad um he this this other kid says yeah you know i, I where's my swimming partner uh, where's where's Bobby? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I know you. I know you let him drown. Uh, that's why he's not here. Hang on, I've just got to take this kid somewhere. And then you see the, the van secret pizza party, down the thing, and he just <laughs> he pushes him out. out. <laughs> that's so dark. That's so dark. It was going to be a lot darker. Yeah, right? I had that, I yeah, yeah. They had to, they had to hold it back, but because even that, that, even that scene, I thought he was dead, but he's obviously dead. dead. But yeah, there was. A lot of reference to uh, a lot of calendar of kids. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dark. That's proper dark. Yeah. Uh, Beth and Henry are talking. He asks her, his he asks her who her favourite astrophysicist is, and she makes an excuse and leaves. She asks one of the other characters, where would I find books on astrophysics? The library. <laughs> As she leaves, Henry turns up, where would I find books on camp directing? <laughs> 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 I mean, the two completely different worlds. The library. So Beth's now this, going into the in, into town in a truck. This is one of the best montages yes. of all oh, time. Geez. There's a ro there's the Rocky training montage, the yeah. first one, and this. This. Yeah. <laughs> this is brilliant. So it really escalates. Mm -hmm. um, they, so they, they start. So they all kind of head into town in the back of the truck. Um, a bunch of the counselors. Yeah, and, she's yeah. reading up on. Uh, on astrophysics, and he's reading up on camp directing, like b b the next kind of shelf aisle so over, cute. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 then it escalates. It starts with them smoking, then they buy beer, then they buy weed, then this mm -hmm. huge bag, this massive bag of coke, bag of the coke. size of your head, yeah. <laughs> from this kind of grumpy looking guy. They rob a granny <laughs> in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the final scene, that's that they're in this kind of crack house. That's there's heroin, there's meth. I assume there's crack cocaine. Yep, Amy Poehler's laying there like, with a needle hanging out yeah. of her arm, licking her lips, licking her dry <laughs> lips. It's, yeah, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and then, they, they, and then, and then they drive back uh, and go. Oh, that was. It's great to get away, even if only for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, within an hour. Why do they all like? Why were they all lined up at the wall, though? That's what I didn't get. So when he jumped out of the van, they all, just, all the guys lined up against the wall. Did anybody notice that? 
No, I didn't. Uh, so soon, soon when they actually jump out the van, you see them all running, but they all just sta- literally stand face facing the building. The building's right there, and they're just in oh, the line. Right. No, so I didn't know that at all. Well noticed. That's weird. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again. Um, <laughs> so the joke with Gene. Right, is is that he's a bit of a pervert and he accidentally says what he's going to do, but then he changes it. So in this case, he says, I'm going to fondle some sweaters. And the kid that's working with him says, what? Because I'm going to fondue the cheddar. Great. Well, good that's not a thing. Uh, he looks at this can and he says, well, maybe you should talk to him. <laughs> what? What's going on there? Boy, does that come, but that comes back so good. It really does. <laughs> that's, it's, that's John, it's John Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that, that comes back so, so well. Um, <laughs> just just uh, the can of vegetables. I, I, I mean, I, just to sit here and not talk about the can of vegetables until it's time is very challenging. It's tough. Yeah, it's, oh, it's tough going, but yeah. you know the rules. You know how this works. <laughs> so, Victor gets the kids uh, to the water, uh, kicks Neil and the kids out the truck and starts driving it back uh, to Shag Abbey. Um, he's singing uh, Danny's song by Loggins and Messina. Uh, <laughs> which is 1971 song. Kenny Loggins wrote it as a gift to his brother for when his first son was born, which I thought was really sweet. And I, I didn't realise I actually knew that because I, I'd, I'd listened to Kenny Loggins on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. Uh, trust me, if you've ever listened to any more than about three months' worth of Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, you deserve a fucking medal. I think I listened to about five years of that podcast before I gave up. That guy's voice... Uh, yeah, I went for a little while, and then that docu that Godfrey documentary came out, uh-huh. and then I was just officially over Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. as as flattering as it was to him, I just couldn't take any more Gilbert. Yeah, and he seems he seems pretty cool. He seems all yeah, right. he's fine. He's a fine yeah. guy. If he, if he wants to come on here and talk about I don't know fucking Aladdin or Problem Child. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> By the way, he's great in Problem Child. That bit where the kids are just running around him and he's kind of sat on the floor. That's that that Is he the teacher or something? I don't think I've the, seen that since it came out. Is he in charge of the camp home? or something? He's in charge of the oh. adoption center, maybe? Yeah, yeah, but you're right, he could be a teacher. Anyway, sorry, we 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 digress, as is our want. Uh, he so he kicks him out and he's, he's driving back singing this song and he just plows into this tree. Yeah, <laughs> unexplained. There was nothing in the road. It's obviously no reason for too it. busy thinking of shagging, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. We've, We've all done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Uh, <laughs> he plows into this tree and the kids say to... Boil for book Boil, boil. That's yeah, what I thinking. Boil. Yeah. <laughs> the, kids, the kids say to him, look, you know, come on, you, you've got to get him. He's the only one that can navigate us down this. He jumps out of the thing and grabs this bike from it, like yeah, a camp. Uh, yeah. Yamaha uh, XS one one zero zero. Yeah. And just starts driving after him. Now, this is the first scene, Lucas. I've got to be honest with you. This is the first scene I couldn't get behind. This uh, bit didn't do anything for me at all. <laughs> the the uh, mock running and the, the yeah. sort of yeah, yeah. Not being able to out. catch him on the bike. The bike, uh, the bike go short. I, I I completely agree with you. If 
if that bit had gone on longer, mm. I think it would be funnier. It would take that progression of yeah. of being funny, then not being funny, and then being funny again. Yeah, it just never, mm-hmm. never gained purchase. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, mm. let's let's uh, just end the podcast because let's, make, let's <laughs> get rid of that. But yeah. let's forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it could have it had potential. But the you know the bale of hay in the middle of the road, yeah, um, and and all that was uh, it just yeah. didn't didn't take. Yeah, no, no I agree. I absolutely agree. It's a bit father Ted for us, wasn't it, with the uh, cardboard boxes? In the yeah, of the the, the yeah know. the milk float, the cardboard boxes. Yeah, speed speed three. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ab- Abby is in one of the bunks and she's sharing a juicy fruit with. I didn't make a note of the character, so I can't. Oh, it's uh, it's the other cook. Oh, uh, so it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or as I like to call him, the, the, the camp singing guy from uh, Rome Models. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well done, John. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, 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 they're copying off, uh, again, Juicy Fruit. I thought, you know, again, I think it's one of those I thought you'd never ask kind of thing. Um, and, and they're at it. <laughs> she starts to think, though, doesn't she? It's yeah. Like, oh, hang on a second. Hang on. My top. I'm just <laughs> going to take my shirt yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, the three guys are checking out girls swimming. Uh, McKinley's not into it and they start giving him hell because he's not into it. Again, a trope we all know from those movies yep. that we've all seen. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, why is he not why is he not into it? Oh, because he's he's still a virgin. He's never slept with a girl or anything. But turns out he's off into the kind of the potting shed or the the the, the, the equipment shed uh to um get his equipment shed, as it were, uh, <laughs> with Rocket Raccoon. And yep. boy, this is it's, it's great you see nothing, well, isn't it? but you see nothing but you see a lot and i'm kind of like this it's an intense scene and i kind of like oh okay that will that makes sense mm. and good you know great yeah 1 30 p.m now and it's the softball uh, this softball thing is brilliant, by the way. This is—I missed it the first time. I must have been writing something down or searching for something because the second time I watched it today, it was—we've somehow made it to the final, even though we didn't get on, even though we'd done—you know—we had to do a kind of a musical situation. So what we're going to do is we're going to go in, and it looks like we're going to lose, but we're going to do a, a, a certain play and, and blah, blah blah. And the girl says, "Yeah, it sounds trite," and the other kid says, "Yeah, it's very well-worn ground." Shall we just not do it? Yeah. I'm kind of like, that's a great way to end it. But then the bus arrives and he goes and tells you the coach. And I, I took it back and I turned it up very loud so I could hear it. And the other coach says something along the lines of, yeah, you're right. That does sound pretty stupid. That does sound pretty stupid. Yeah, see ya. And they just get back to the coach and off they go. I know. Which makes me think there was that scene. And as they were going through rewrites or something, they were like, we got to get rid of this scene. It's too, yeah. it's yeah. too cliche. It's too. Yeah, and, yeah. and then the joke was to put it in anyway, sort of. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. McKinley and Ben are getting married. Oh, so the, the, the other two guys are, are kind of looking for them and, and, and they, they, they follow Amy Poehler. I keep wanting to call her Leslie. They follow yeah. Amy Poehler <laughs> through the woods and she's playing a flute, kind of like a panpipe flute. And they're getting married, and it's really cute, and it's fantastic. And they get married, which is lovely, but it will all end up uh, with McKinley becoming a huge star and Ben hanging himself in his garage. So, you know, it's... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. No, hang on. That's a star is born. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, 
One of my favorite things about the Ben and McKinley relationship uh, throughout this movie is every coupling, every relationship is a joke, yeah. except for theirs. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, of course. There's no joke to it. Yeah, yeah. It's just these two people met at camp, but, you know, David Hyde Pierce and Janine Garofalo, that's a joke. Uh, you know, Michael Showalter and uh, I can't remember the actress's name now, but Katie, that's a joke. And it's just every single relationship is a joke except for Ben and McKinley. And I thought yeah, that was kind of yeah, sweet, sweet and nice. There's almost a heft to it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's cute. Beth gets convinced to let Steve do his thing at the talent show. And she's oh. furious about it. <laughs> Henry is explaining that to the kids that it's a 1.3 mile trip every year around the sun. Well, I hope somebody got fired for that blunder because it turns out that it's actually 584 million mile trip or 940 million kilometer trip if you're in Europe. Oh, I've got 5 I, I think oh, it's right. assumed he's not a very good professor. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, no, is, is he not a trainee or some kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, the, uh, he's the ass man, isn't he? He's the, uh, <laughs> he's the associate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that, I guess, so that's... That's the joke. Got, got you. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> he's an assistant to the director. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's assistant director, John. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> so he does explain here that he's the asso associate professor um, and, and and Beth comes along, you know, you, you can't do Hey Beth, we're just having ourselves a little cry. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of joins them and she's look, you know, uh, you come and do the capture the flag, come and watch capture the flag. And, and then we'll do this. No, no, it's all right. We'd rather do some, some space. No, come and have something to eat. Watch Capture the Flag with the normal kids. And then you can talk about planets, stars, all this kind of thing. Uh, pulsars are magnetized, rotating compact stars. Uh, uh -huh. Creates a light effect as it spins. So like a lighthouse. Yep. It's got light coming up both ends, which is pretty, pretty cool. An object collapsing in on itself under influence of its own gravity. I have no idea what that was originally called. Black hole? No, something slightly different. Sorry, Event guys. Horizon. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, well, that's a good movie. <laughs> no, I, that is I, a good I, movie. That's, that's I fucking movie. love that movie. Yeah. Fun story. Uh, I went to go see that with this girl in high school, mm -hmm. and you know it's Event Horizon. The people's eyes are melting out and all that crap. And then we went to go. She drove. We went to get into her car, and it was a Dodge Horizon. And uh, we had brought my little brother, who was probably too young for that movie. Right. And Jesus. he was scared to get into her compact vehicle. That's a film. She mentions gravitational collapse, which is what I was talking about. Oh, okay. uh, which right. is me after the gym collapsing under the influence <laughs> of my own gravity, if I'm honest. Uh, she says, look, we'll write to your dean. The crusty old dean. We'll oh, write yeah. to your dean. And she says, what's his address? And she, he gives him the address. Says, well, no, what's the city? It's Augusta. Uh, and the zip code? 04139. Okay. Again, hope someone was sat for that blunder because that's not a real zip code. Uh, <laughs> however, what I did find out is it's a postcode for 
Podologica pactin, which is a chiropodist in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Huh. There we go. There you go. Put that in Google Maps and you can go and get your toenails clipped. <laughs> uh, giving out a shout out to our newest uh, sponsor, Podologica pactin, the chiropodist in Brazil. <laughs> Oh, I love it when you lose me. Yeah, yeah, well, I've lost myself. Uh, he does. He does mention. He said, and as they're kind of leaving, he says, "Oh, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, thanks. Uh, you shoot. You're really busy with all the camp directing and the payroll and all this. He's trying to impress with the things he's learned. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he says it's it's a, a, an amazing considering the first American camps were founded in the Catskills in 1908. Something else." He's wrong That's not about. true. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. What, 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 what do you know about it, Lucas? Uh, no, I, I saw this when I was looking up the Wrigley's gum stuff for some reason, uh-huh. I think, maybe. Uh, what One was on Lake Champlain. Is that right? Oh, right. No, I don't I, know. Um, it was the same year. It was the YMCA. There was two different camps. One was on Lake Champlain, probably I think on the New York side. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't process the information. I should no, say. no, that's hey. Look, you've 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 added you've added something something extra there that I I didn't have. What I did have, thanks to da- uh, dailyhistory.org, first summer camps in the U.S. were somewhere between the 1870s and the 1880s, such as camps Camp Chokura, which is in New Hampshire. Yep. Yeah, you go. Right over so the border from me. That's what I picked up. Yeah. Okay. I'm Chippewa. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's the Adams family one again. Uh, <laughs> moving on, capture the flag is won by a runner in Jamaican running team colours. <laughs> and everyone that up. Yeah. Uh, so again, a bit more googling, and uh, I found out that it could have been uh, Don Quarry who won the bronze in the men's 200 in Moscow in 1980. I don't know that it was, because he would probably be very old by then. <laughs> it could have been. been I just don't capture the flag for Call of Duty. Yeah, I did, think you would, uh, I did think you would have some video game input for capture the flag. Too. Yeah. Uh, Andy's back at the speedboat. It's 2.23 now. Andy's back on the speedboat. There's a kid water skiing. Uh, he's too busy copping off again with Elizabeth Banks' character. That's another one drown and another jail term for you, my son. <laughs> uh, the, the little kid in front of him. When's it my turn? Again, we're back to the van and a kid being thrown out of the thrown out. Into another the another pizza party. That's classic, Andy, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Coop takes Katie to the to the barn. I keep reading this as co-op. We we have a, a supermarket, a cooperative supermarket in the yeah. UK called the Co-op yeah. Lucas. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I keep reading it as co-op. And a funeral director's not And a funeral director's, yeah. <laughs> um into the barn, they're copping oh, off amongst the goats. This is a really good kind of I'm cold. Okay, have my jumper. <laughs> no, but I'm cold as well. And she gives him her hoodie. And then he gives her the flannel shirt and then she puts it on over. And that's quite a good interchange. He's such a pussy. Uh, it's very good. Michael show, Walter, that, that yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh, 
Does he get a kiss in that scene? I'm trying to remember. No, now. not. Oh yes, no, he does. No. Yeah, they cop off. Yeah, because I've written they cop off, which in 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 England. Oh, uh, she 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 regrets it, doesn't she? Yeah. That's the regret. She, yeah, she does a little bit later on. Uh, we're back, and the kids are doing role play with Gail. Uh, Hi, Gail. It's me, your husband, Ron. <laughs> I want you back. <laughs> and they go, be strong, Gail. No, Ron. It's over, and they're all applauding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, Coop's on the phone to his parents. I met a girl, Katie. And then silence. He goes, I don't know. She's got a pretty big nose. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <That's... laughs> okay. Uh, and, and he's kind of like, yeah, no, I, I, she's got a boyfriend, but yeah, he's going to sort it. Um, Beth says, you know, I'm not so sure you might be getting too much into this. Um, the, the kids are practicing God's spell. <laughs> Susie kicks off. I feel like I'm watching regional theatre. Is this the Cleveland Playhouse? <laughs> <laughs> These are just kids you've asked to do this today. The Cleveland Playhouse, America's first regional professional theatre, it was founded in 1915 and its current building was built in 1927. Uh, February next year, they're doing Three Musketeers. Oh, I was just looking up to see if maybe Amy Poehler was from Cleveland, but no, she's from Newton, Massachusetts. All right, okay. Like the Bee Gees. Obviously. So she's, she's I mean, she's awful. She's <laughs> just completely <laughs> awful in this. She really is. She's not nice no. to anyone. No, she is. A no. Single, I don't think there's a single redeeming moment for her character, is there? Uh, no. It's dinner now. And this is where Jean's talking to the can of mixed veg, which, as you say, is Bob from Bob's Burgers. Yep, he's John Benjamin. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he, he is, because uh, Rachel said to me recently, she said, is he the voice of everybody in everything? Uh, yeah, right, he does yeah, Archer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've watched a little of that. We've watched a lot of Bob's Burgers. I've only watched a little of Archer. I'm told to stick with it because it... it I it, love it. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's Archer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, uh, H. John Benjamin has a van is a pretty fun show. All oh, right, uh, okay. yeah, it's, he drives around torturing people. Sounds right. sinister. <laughs> Even if it was just sound sinister, than it? I'm going to get in your van. Okay. It's kind of a prank show, but a lot smarter than your average prank show. All right, good, good, good. Right. No, um, Jeremy Beetle. <laughs> you don't know who that is, Luke, but that's fine. <laughs> no, but I'm sure at least your two listeners do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. One of them will. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's old enough. Yeah. He's, uh, Je- do you know, John, Jeremy Beadle has a tiny penis. But on the other hand... Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, so Lucas, the, the joke is Jeremy Beadle has a small... small. He's had a wee tiny hand and a, uh, hand and a big hand. Okay. <laughs> he, was a t- he was a TV show host. He did like uh, that. Um, uh, Radar from uh, uh, MASH. That's why he had a teddy bear in, in all of those. Yeah, oh, same, same, same thing. Uh, the reason he was always carrying a clipboard or a teddy uh-huh. bear, he's always holding something, uh-huh. was to hide that from the audience. Wow. What? Can we put that as a fact? That didn't I mean, I've just made a yeah, I've made a note. It's, the thing it's is, nothing to do. Well, I guess they that was a camp mash. But they they had they had to do that because he would have never been drafted with his disability. Right, yeah, right. And good. think of you know, even an eighties audience probably would not have accepted that, that either. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, 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 no. If you'd have been a secretary or doing some sort of formal thing, because they'd be good at shorthand. 
Oh, small hand. Oh, boy. Now I know what my wife feels like. I, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave. <laughs> so, the, the can of mixed veg says, look, you've got to be honest. Honesty makes you feel better. I can suck my own cock. It's a can of vegetables. Uh, and I've learned to admit it. Embrace what it is and admit, admit what you can do. I, 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 I did have a little bit of a look up because, I, as, as is my want, um, if you wanted a can of mixed vegetables, which, by the way, is the shittest of vegetables. Oh, yeah. Uh, 52p at Asda, John. Uh, which is uh, Lucas for you is our version of Walmart. Fifty-eight okay. cents a can in Walmart. Sweet. Owned by uh, the same a... company. Oh no, shit! Well, I can my own vegetables, and they don't turn out that shit. So, <laughs> man, I just, I, I, I just, I bet you've got jar after jar after jar in your bunker with your preserve. <laughs> Give me some preserve. That's right, yeah. with your, yeah. your <laughs> guns <laughs> and your. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> toilet roll and oh my god, oh my god, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, solar powered nightlights, love it. There's <laughs> not wrong about the solar powered nightlights. <laughs> I know. So when you say it, it doesn't make sense, but you think about it. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, John. Look, look. Let's be honest. I, I, I live in. I, I live. I've got neighbours either side, and John lives in a in, in a in a modern block of flats. Um, we're we're going to be the first to be murdered by our neighbours. Lucas is going to be twenty for years. I'm, I'm ready. For it's it. it's going to be two weeks before I even knew there was an apocalypse. <laughs> 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 no way you'll know is if you stop getting signal on your phone. Like, whoa. In a second. Yeah, that's true. All of a sudden, I have no, no podcast uh, to listen to. Any uh, <laughs> uh, so, feedback? Oh. <laughs> so, Katie speaks to Coop now um, and she says, I'm getting back with Andy. Uh, and he says, Look, when we first started hanging out and I didn't know you this morning, <laughs> and he goes to him, I don't care if you're bow legged I don't care if you're always late for shul which is the Jewish word for synagogue John yeah yeah I had that one already and I knew you would you haven't even got a dictionary How are you, I know you but I, I looked it up though yeah okay because I'm uh, like shul 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 where's a shul <laughs> and Jean announces that uh, he announces to the kids and, and everybody says, look, you know, it's been great cooking for you. Now I'm going to go and hump the fridge. <laughs> and which, they bring the fridge does, out to him. Which he does. Huge Ooh. American refrigerator. It looks amazing. To be honest, I'd probably hump a fridge like that if we had one. <laughs> we don't have those kind of refrigerators in our house. The councillors all grab Artie and they throw him in the shower and all the kids cheer. It's pretty cool. He finally gets his shower before uh, going back. Uh, there's a poster of Smokey the Bear in the office and I'm pretty sure Smokey's come up. I know Woodsy has Johnny Woodsy has. Woodsy yeah, has I, I can confirm Woodsy has come up. But we, for the life of us, Lucas, John and I couldn't remember which episode Woodsy had come up during and it, nothing... 
no, no amount of thinking, and I wasn't going to go and sit and listen through 30 no, episodes. I, I can tell you exactly. In, wow, in have we got a megaphone on our hands here? This is no, awesome. so I told my wife, you know, where you guys were from and everything. She was like, are you going to be able to handle the... Oh, Hudson Hawk, a movie I fucking love. Whoa. Uh, oh, uh, give it so yeah, I was playing. Don't pollute, of course. I was given. I was given uh, my wife a little listen to your show this morning, okay. and uh, I just sort of randomly picked one, and it was Hudson Hawk, and yeah. uh, I remember oh, that Lord. from earlier Sweet. today. Nice Jesus. one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Smokey the Bear uh, on the poster uh, is an advertising of the U.S. Forest Services. Basically, pick up your litter and don't light fires around where you shouldn't light fires. He was created in 1944, and Sam Elliott's back. He's been voiced by Sam Elliott since 2004. I didn't know that, uh, well, I didn't know that either. So I've, wow. I've I've looked I've looked it up, you but I couldn't find fires. anything. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of the, sim- the, the my reference point for everything. Looks as you know, is the Simpsons, and it mm-hmm. reminds me of the bit where uh, Bart is looking at the the, the bear, and it's uh, only who can put out prevent forest fires, and it's <laughs> it's you or me, and he presses me. You selected me, uh, you meaning me, which is incorrect. <laughs> 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 Messing with my head. So, uh, Woodsy the Owl, of course, is uh, Give a Hoot, Don't Pollute, I'd written down. Uh, 1971. And again, he's about making sure that you don't drop your shit in the great outdoors and upset our friend Lucas. (laughs) I would be upset. Uh, Or those twits. It's 7.35 now. Uh, Henry and Beth are looking at the sky. She says, what what is it? What's on your mind? Meet me at the picnic table in 10 seconds. (laughs) 10 seconds. I counted. 10 seconds. And then she turns around to the picnic table and all the kids are there. They've got loads of stuff and he's wearing his jacket. (laughs) His science jacket. So cool. Oh, yeah. He's got his uh, white lab coat on. Yeah. Yeah. He he says, look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I've seen Skylab. I thought it was a, a. I thought it was an asteroid, or I thought it was another planet. But it's actually a bit of Skylab, um, and it's heading for the camp. It could kill us all, um, or I could build a Skylab tracking device. <laughs> uh, Skylab. I didn't know, Lucas. It's surely part of the part of your history of science. Did you learn about it at school? Uh, no, no, not really. Um, that's a. Uh, it's a. Um... Wasn't it Russian? No, uh, America. It's the first U.S. space oh, station. Oh, okay. And I it just could hold assumed. three people. Oh, okay. A whole three people. Huh. It was launched in May the on May the fourteenth, nineteen seventy three. Sorry, I was You're thinking, thinking of Sputnik, Sputnik, which yeah. was yeah, which we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, re-entered July no, no, the eleventh, nineteen seventy nine. Um, and the San Francisco Examiner offered $1,000 to the first person to take a bit of it to their office. As it stands, it actually uh, re-entered over Western Australia. It landed in an, as part of it, landed in an Australian guy's uh, s- small holding and a, business, a local businessman paid for him to take it on his private jet with his family to the examiner and get his thousand dollar reward. That's, what a great uh, guy. That's a disproportionate spend though. Uh, I mean, well, look, yeah, it is what it is. Um, 
But yeah, I thought the that space was... station ate my baby. <laughs> 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 they got more money for that story. Take a thousand dollars. So they're now building this thing. Yeah, and, <laughs> I love this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Um, Coop's talking to Andy. I love Katie. Do the right thing. Let her go. Andy's a prick, of course. He refuses to. Um, the Skylab tri- tracker is made of a bin, a couple of cans of spam, some spam. donuts. <laughs> How many? Box, yeah, three or four donuts. Yeah, a <laughs> box of grape nuts. Right, some days. <laughs> yeah, it's made of all sorts of things. Um, grape nuts is a cereal made of baked flour, salt, and dried yeast that I had never even heard of. Uh, Lucas, is it an old person cereal? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a Muslex or or uh, something like that. Yeah, it's all not good. Type yeah, it's like it's like I've had it. It's like eating gravel. Okay. Yeah. Keep you uh, regular though. Future regular. <laughs> <laughs> it was introduced take, in 1897. <laughs> and apparently, uh, you can get grape nut ice cream, which is popular in Canada and allegedly, according to Wikipedia, bits of New England. I've never. No, well, Wiki- grape nuts. I'm going to look nuts, this up. Wikipedia at the bottom, the very last thing, uh, says that it was created in 1919 in Nova Scotia. And uh, is is popular in New England, but again, it's you know, take it with I a am, pinch of ice cream. I am, yeah. Usually. I'm looking at pictures of this, and and I, I'm you offended. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. So we we're looking at this machine, and he said, "Look, we we can do everything we need to do for the tracking device." The programming would have to be a random number generator between 1 and 20, but we haven't got it. And this is where the kid with the D&D comes in because he has something that he can use. And throughout, while they're doing it in the scene, he's just rolling this dice. He's like, it's a three. (laughs) 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 Or Ico, what was it? Ico Sahedron. Ico Sahedron, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look how smart I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we uh, We go back to Coop. He's crying. And Gene says, you know, what are you crying of? You know, it's a girl. And he says, it's not about the girl. But it is about the girl, but it also isn't. And Coop says, yeah, it is about the girl, but it isn't. You are ready, says Gene. <laughs> You've got to teach me. And this is the kind of the cool Rocky training montage that you mentioned. Yep. There's dance, there's running. The only thing I think it needed more of uh, was let's hear it for the boy uh, and uh, maybe Kevin Bacon. Because uh, he's very, <laughs> oh, little... very footloose. Yeah, a little <laughs> leaping off the... Edge yeah. of the yeah. screen. And, and the kind of the the, the, the way that the way that they're dressed and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um again, RIP the one pen that I actually like. I'm gonna say Chris Penn is 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 the brother oh. I wish we'd kept. Just, yeah. just put it out there. Just put it out there. He's in, uh, he's in Reservoir Dogs, isn't he? He is brilliant yeah, in Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah, he's in that tracksuit. Yeah. He is exceptional, exceptional in True, true romance. romance. Oh, oh, I knew you were going to say yeah, true romance. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas as well. He's one of the voices. Oh, yes, yeah, so he is. Cops. God. Victor's back. He's run all the way. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, this is 751 uh, Neil explains to Beth that they need to find Victor to get the kids to safety and this is the second part that I just wasn't that into the first time I watched it I was kind of like oh this is a bit cringe second time I watched it today I, I kind of thought okay it's maybe not that bad it's maybe okay <laughs> yeah it's maybe okay it's funny they're screaming running around going for the other phone smashing everything up kind of thing. Oh, where's the phone where's yeah. the phone it's in the infirmary yeah it's in the back room um abby's copped off with is he called lewis this guy oh the, one guy oh it's the it wasn't the little kid was it Oh, was it one the, the, the little kid that wakes them all up in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she said, "He says, you know, I've come back." And she's like, "Well, oh, you snooze, you lose." Oh. Uh, Skylab's going to hit the rec hall where the show is, so we've we, we, we're going to use the machine to to fix that. Uh, Victor then agrees to go and save the kids. He saves the kids off camera, and John and I, of course, love on this show an off camera bit of action with reaction shots yeah. and Neil's reactions oh, are great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really good. Some very good acting there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it just why they didn't just clear the hall. I don't know, but you got to, well, build that's the... the joke, isn't it? You yeah. Know, I think that's, I know. that's, that's the joke. Uh, so this compare comes on and he's a real kind of cat skills, kind of comedian yeah, kind of compare, isn't he? He says, I was at camp in the stone age. And I thought, I said, well, not 1870? Lies. Stop lying to people. The jokes that he's doing, uh, everybody loves. They're kind of like, uh, you know, we had pterodactyl eggs for breakfast and sticks and stones may break my bones. Really would break my bones. Oh, you know. And they absolutely love that they're they're eating this stuff up. Shit. (laughs) It's really bad. Yeah, the -the over-the-top laughter and, uh, yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, that's Showalter, isn't it? I'm sure that is that Showalter. Yeah, that's Showalter. Oh, was it really? I was trying to figure out who it was under the makeup. Yeah. 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 So it was the noise that gave it away. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first kid is Roger. He's balancing a broom. He balances it for like three seconds, and the crowd love it. Yeah. Uh, this other kid does this white folks versus black folks, proper 80s stand up. Yeah. Oh, I you know, like, was like, oh. yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and Bert comes on and lights a fart. <laughs> yeah. great. Best reaction. Uh, Ron turns up. It's Judah Friedlander. Again, yeah. baby, baby Judah Friedlander. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who, oh God, I wish he'd had more lines, but he's great. She tells him, basically tells him to get to fuck. Uh, not having any of it. And they all, you know, they all applaud. She stands up to him. Uh, uh, oh, and now it's day by day. <laughs> and, oh. and it's preempted by Susie getting up and saying, uh, say they suck cocks or something, don't they? they they're yeah. really bad. They suck <laughs> they're <cocks>. really bad. <laughs> and they, they perform, and it's brilliant. It's really good. Mm. I had no idea what Godspell was. I've kind of heard of it. It's a 1971 musical about Jesus, kind of modern 70s stress Jesus. Uh, written by Stephen Schwartz, and he's the guy who wrote Wicked, apparently, according to the internet. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I haven't seen either of them. And I've no intention of watching either of them either. Wicked's maybe good. Yeah, Rachel Rachel says it's wicked, wicked, jungle is massive. Wicked. <laughs> uh, the film, 1973 film, stars Victor Garber as Jesus. He's a good actor, isn't he? Victor Garber. Garber. Trying Garber. to picture him. Oh, you know him. He's he's one of these. Uh, oh, hey, it's that guy. 
Oh, fair. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Locked okay. in. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're really forget? good. The performance is excellent. They're spot on. The girl doing the most of the singing is fantastic. And then, of course, everybody boos. They all hate it. <laughs> well, they're all still high from going to town. Of course, yeah. Uh, so Coop comes in. He's dressed like, like one of the kids from Fame. I've grown up a lot since dinner. He gives her this little box and he leaves. Uh, Steve comes on. And Steve's thing is, he is Storm from the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I hadn't made that parallel. That's yeah, Steve's yeah. thing. He has been practicing being Storm from the X-Men. Uh, he's, he's kind of causing this wind throughout the whole of the, the record. It's weird. Um, this box has a has the flannel shirt in it, which is really good prop trick. But the yeah. box, the little tiny box, is put on yes. a thing, and she pulls the flannel <laughs> thing and, yeah, from off screen. Love love prop work. She comes running out, and she after Coop, you know, Coop, I love you. Um, I I love you, Charles Cooperberg, which is a great joke. All the way through, <laughs> you're certain this guy's called Cooper. He's Cooperberg. <laughs> yeah. Here she is. Uh, really good. Skylab smashes down yards away. Uh, was it the tracker that saved everybody, or was it Steve? I guess we'll never know. I think it was Steve. I'm in I also think it was Steve. Yeah. yeah, me too. Like me me. too. Uh, the next day, uh, Henry's won the Hopkins Award, uh, which I couldn't find as a real award, uh, but I did find a fair few other things um, about the Nobel Prize for Physics. In 2020, John Penrose won for discovering black hole formation is a robust prediction of the general theory of relativity. And Reinhard Zeal and Andrea Getz for the discovery of a supermassive compact object at the centre of our galaxy, or as I call them, John. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Super compact. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one of those compact there. Uh, Event Horizon Carl. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Codex. He, he's been given a job with NASA. He's moving to Cape Canaveral. Cape Canaveral is home of the space, the Kennedy Space Center. It's in Brevard County, Florida. And the first rocket launch there was the Bumper 8 on the 24th of July, 1950. That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um Gail and the kid, oh, Beth, he says, oh, Beth, you can come with us. They're going to pay for you to come back every summer, to fly you back every summer. Uh, <laughs> and, and I know we've been struggling, uh, but we could always adopt. And she says, it doesn't matter. I'm actually pregnant, which, again, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Gail and the kid, Aaron, come by uh, and she shouts, uh, hey, we're getting married next week uh, and we want you to be our guest of honour, Beth. I hope you like shrimp. And she says, well, I hope it's not jumbo shrimp because I'm allergic to oh, oh God. oxymorons. Oh, oxymorons. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, well, that's not your biggest problem, girl, because if you're pregnant, you can't eat shrimp. You also can't eat soft cheese. Or you're not supposed that, to. It's not good for the baby. Smoke and drink as much as you want. Uh, I thought, oh, honey, no, infants can't have honey, right? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah right. There you go. I didn't know that, so there you go. Infants can't have honey. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's on the list. Uh, Not the bees. This kid. <laughs> Aaron's Sorry, dressed like a member of Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yes, yeah, it is. Isn't it like the neckerchief on and the... Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, 
Katie tells Coop she's going back to Andy because he's hot. I'm 16 years old and I like sex. I mean, I like you more than him. You're a much nicer person. But I'm 16. Sex is important. And sex specifically with Andy and not with you, Coop. (laughs) (laughs) He gets in the car and and drives off and, and the last shot is, you know, it's this kind of shot of pathos, isn't it? Uh, of him kind of that's it you know in in amongst all the stuff being left by and all the cars going and that's the movie <laughs> it took some doing boys but that's the movie and it's a lot of threads in that movie 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. uh is there anything before i go through and i've got quite a few things here left to go through i think is there anything that you guys have got that we didn't cover i've Used only got i mean Every time I, I, I see something and write something down, he's always got it. So I've tried to. I thought thought save the boss for a couple. Of, so, oh, oh, on you go, Lucas. You go first now. Uh, I only have one thing, and it, it, you guys probably already know this. I didn't. My wife did because she spent a lot of time in in the UK. But um, uh, where is it here? Uh, the the tube top that so many women in this are wearing in the UK is referred to as a boob tube. That's boob tube. right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that, so I learned that. Uh, so I got that to take away from. I it's, it's a bit on the nose. No, no, hey, look, that's fantastic. Wait to hear a bit of cock sock. <laughs> uh, is that a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference? It really or? is. Yeah. That's a revolution. <laughs> Uh, but that's all I have. Okay, uh, fine. Um, I missed. Uh, he mentions the cat skills. The cat skills are a mountain range in New York State, uh, popular for getaways. A lot of places still aren't open. I was looking for places for us to stay, John. Um, 103 quid for a deluxe double at the Seasons in Cat Skills. If you wanted to go there, quite interested nice. by cat that. Skills are quite lovely. Got to come yeah. at the right time of year. But... All right. Okay. I assume it's snowed in in the winter and nice. Well, and there's very specific bug seasons as well. Ugh. Oh no, thank you. That <laughs> sounds very much like the west coast of Scotland with the midges. Yeah, really, they're fucking midges. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that like our our no seams? They're these little tiny, uh, like the ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they love me. They absolutely love. A big fat pasty bald man. So I get <laughs> really do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I get bit to fuck all the time. Um yeah, that, that's it. The final thing I've got is if you wanted to go and work as a counselor, John, you are out of luck. 1830. Oh. Um Global Work and Travel. I was looking on their website today. If you pay them 998 pounds, they will find you a camp. You pay them to go and work. What? Fuck capitalism, boys. Fuck Welcome it to right America. in the ass. <laughs> that is astonishing. Yeah. I, I loved that, Lucas. I've, I've got to thank you for introducing oh, whoa, whoa, that whoa, whoa, to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, John, you got more. I've got more. You said oh. I'd stolen all yours. No, 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 no. Usually. Go on, then. Usually. So... I noticed at the, I don't know if you've noticed this as well, but a lot of the scenes um, when they were talking outside, you could see condensation. Oh, yeah. So to oh, me, it's right. maybe in the middle of summer. Yeah. Turns out it was freezing cold and it was a 28 day shooting out of those 28 days. 24 of those days it was raining. Yeah, if oh, you look right. at the windows in the background, yeah, yeah. it's raining. Yeah, I did see the rain. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, 
I think I mentioned it to you, Mark, but uh, Hurricane of Fun is the documentary about the filming of this. Right. Okay. Uh, which is which is fun. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm, well, to be honest, it was near impossible for me and John to find this. It's not oh, streaming anywhere. Yeah. Nowhere. It's not available to rent anywhere. Yep. And really? we like to, where we can, pay for what what we what we're doing, uh, or just not do it. But you'd, right. you'd, you'd picked it, so we were going to do it. We so, it. yeah, listeners, we got it from the internets, this one. <laughs> <laughs> the internets provided uh, on this one. So, unfortunately, we weren't able to support. So, if I can find that anywhere to pay for that documentary, I will. But I think I'm even going to struggle to find it to watch yeah. full stop. Yeah. yeah. But that's, uh, uh, that's very interesting. Right, so I've got a few more. Uh, well, Polaroid camera was sitting in there and I was I always remember having a Polaroid camera was when you was younger and I thought it must be like a seventies thing. Wasn't it called Polaroid cameras invented in nineteen forty eight? Oh right, wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago. A long, long time ago. A couple of things. I was reading Paul Rudd done an interview and he claims that he he thinks he didn't get paid for this movie. <laughs> he thinks he did it. He actually did the movie, but he doesn't remember getting any any money whatsoever, <laughs> so he thinks they forgot to pay him. Um, and there was a scene where I don't know if you remember, but there was a scene where all the kids were walking around, but they had earphones in, and they were holding things in their hand, which I thought was a handheld game console. Right. I thought they were Game Boys, but Game Boys weren't invented until 1989. But I was looking back on it, but the first handheld was invented in 1979, and it was an LCD-based um, something called Microvision. It was designed and distributed and became a first handheld console that could interchange games with. So there was an LCD version I had of... Yeah, did you? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. But yeah, I, I you th- could play like, really rudimentary like American football on it and hockey yeah, yeah, and stuff and like that. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's so wow. good. But that's, that's me. That's my facts, buddy. Fantastic. Thank you very much. So, yeah, Lucas, thanks so much for giving us the opportunity to talk about this one <laughs> and for joining <laughs> us. Um um, because you're the guest, I'll ask you oh. first, how many do you think we got? Ooh, I didn't even prepare for this. I tried really hard to uh, be a classy guest. Uh, 122. Well, that would be a new record if that is the case. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, John? We've got a fair few there, buddy. I'm, I'm thinking at least 102. John, you and your little ColecoVision fact... We would have had 102, but because of that final fact, we had 103. <laughs> <laughs> I should still be in there. Well, that's like the third time you've done it. <laughs> um, wow. And do you know what, Lucas? Credit where it's due because you are the first guest to get us over the 100 mark. So well done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, well Arta, I told you I was amazing and special at the Well, way yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm modest with it. Yeah. They just told yeah. you were special. I just yeah. the special part is really, really <laughs> special, this guy. <laughs> so, Lucas, do you want to tell us and our listeners where they can find you and your podcast? Oh, sure. Well, uh, partial credit and in all the places where you can find podcasts. Um the oh my my co-host is going to be upset at me so if you want to shoot us an email uh partial.credit.pod at gmail uh partial.credit.pod on facebook and instagram and on twitter credit pod uh and i probably got two of those wrong so (laughs) i but i know the twitter one is right so come on over to twitter at credit pod that's that's uh I answer my messages, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> You're better at it than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> Great. 
yeah, this was awesome, guys. This was a lot of fun. No, no, yeah, thank enjoyed you. That. that was a good really episode. Appreciate it. Um, for those listeners that are listening on the day of release uh, for this episode, or the, the, the last the first couple of days of release for this episode. Uh, we are still in June and we are still donating 10 pence for every download of episodes in June. So please download as much as you can because we will be donating to LGBT Youth Scotland. Uh, they are fantastic. You can go to, uh, you can Google them at LGBT Youth Scotland and they have a donation page. I keep putting this up on all the socials. If you don't want to listen to any more podcasts, that's fine, but give them a few quid. Please donate some money to them. You'll yeah. get us on Twitter. We are at 100 Things Film on Twitter, and we are at 100. Sorry, we're at 100 Things Pod on Twitter, and we're at 100 Things Film on all the other socials. Uh, you have missed your opportunity to get your request in because the draw has happened, and our next episode is going to be our first episode of Listener Request Month. So very excited to do that. We've had plenty of requests, and the results are shocking. (laughs) I I hope when we hit stop on this record, I get a little preview, maybe. You may do. Do I get get a little... We, yeah. we'll, VIP we'll, behavior we'll, here. We'll have we'll have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, we would love you to give us a review. Rate us on Podchaser. Rate us on Apple. Rate us wherever you can. Hit us up on the socials. We do follow back. We do like to have a crack. But for now, I'd like to thank Lucas for joining us. John, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs> thanks. No, thanks. thanks for all the uh, everybody that fed back on the request because the request month because it's, it's it's varied it's stuff that we would never pick as well so it's really really good to get other people's take on it I think me and plenty have tried to cater for everyone but it's always good to get something a bit outside the box so thank you very much for all your all your input yeah Absolutely. The easiest way to get you guys to do a certain movie is to con your way onto the show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's right. 100%, mate. Yeah. And anybody want to watch Faces of Death, one or two? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for the final time, uh, we have been, uh, this week, 103 things we have learned from Wet Hot American Summer. See ya. See you guys.